0: Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya and I am a singer, songwriter, videomaker, Oakland native and a reality TV fan. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. Every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. On this day in 2003, America's Next Top Model premiered on UPN, a now defunct broadcast network that merged with the CW. Created by supermodel Tyra Banks, the reality competition was a smash success. To date, there has been 24 seasons and 315 episodes. Let's look back on what made Top Model such a pop culture staple. In Tyra Banks' modeling competition, around 20 models arrived on set to compete for a modeling contract. Some of these women were first-time models from middle America, while others were seasoned professionals working in New York City. But ATM leveled the playing field putting contestants through modeling challenges that were so bizarre that you needed serious raw talent to compete. Here's some of the challenges models faced over the years. Posing with a tarantula on your face. Modeling with a hot dog. Posing in a life-size bowl of Greek salad. Walking down a vertical runway. Yes, a vertical runway down the side of a building. Okay, the models were secured in a harness and no one got hurt, but what can you say? It made for great television. When Top Model premiered, it was a great time for talent-based reality TV show competitions. Just one year earlier, American Idol premiered, and winner Kelly Clarkson shot to superstardom. Of course, not every reality star can be as successful as Harry Styles on The X Factor, Adam Lambert on American Idol, or Christian Siriano on Project Runway. But on Top Model, Tyra Banks tried to show that everyone is beautiful and worthy of becoming a model. It might seem like modeling is just about fitting some aesthetic mold, but there's a lot more to it than that. Sure, the judges might be hard on contestants for not finding the light or posing in such a way that made them look like a no-neck monster, but it was never about finding the most conventionally attractive woman in America. It was about finding someone who people could relate to, and who could also, incidentally, take a good picture. Tyra Banks loves to find beauty in unexpected places. As a teenager obsessed with everything gothic and weird, Alison Harvard posted photos of herself on MySpace, where she was covered in fake blood posing in a vintage wedding dress. Harvard became known as Creepychan, chan but when Tyra saw those memes, she saw a model. After becoming runner-up on Cycle 12 and the All-Star Cycle, Alison Harvard has become an all-time fan favorite of the show, finding success as both a model and artist. Tyra has also used the show to discover models like Winnie Harlow. As a model with a chronic skin condition Vitiligo, Harlow faced severe bullying as a child. But now, she's appeared in campaigns for brands like Nike, Victoria's Secret, Fendi, Steve Madden, Mac, and more. In more recent seasons, Banks has become more deliberate about giving models who don't fit the conventional mold a chance to shine. The most recent cycle featured Erin Green, a 42-year-old model, Christiana Kosakova, a plus-size model, and Gina Turner, a bald model with alopecia. Unfortunately, Top Model hasn't always been a feel-good show about how anyone can be beautiful. There's been a lot of hiccups along the way, like on the All-Star season, when Tyra Banks stripped the winner of her title after finding out that she had worked as an escort. It's not cool to shame sex workers, Tyra. And while asking models to pose with a horrifying tarantula is one thing, some of Tyra's photo shoots have been downright harmful. In one cycle, she asked models to pose as, quote, biracial beauties, which resulted in, well, a lot of blackface. It wasn't pretty. Still, watching a marathons on the CW was a rite of passage for many growing up. If you haven't been home, sick from school, lying on the couch watching Jade Cole from Cycle 6 serve up iconic line after iconic line, I don't know what to tell you. It's unclear whether or not a will return for another cycle, but regardless, the show has... Inarguable impact on reality TV. Without ANTM, there wouldn't be RuPaul's Drag Race, and without RuPaul's Drag Race, let's not even think about that. We have a very special guest on the pod today. Take it away. Hi, I'm Natalie Burdick. I'm a comedic songwriter from Michigan, and I wrote the song Birds Are Robots, which comes out today, May 20th. The song is a lo-fi expose of the theory that all birds are secretly government-funded surveillance drones and that none of them are actually real. And it's an exploration of a relationship between a human and one of these robot drones Um, and kind of, you know, what happens when the two meet. And I really hope you like it. It's easy listening because it's lo-fi. And yeah, just remember, birds aren't real. And now for today's final segment of the show, I'm going to be going back into my photo archives to see what happened on May 20th in my life. On May 20th, 2017, I performed in a dance concert. So if you don't know this about me, I've probably mentioned it before, but I used to take dance um, when I was in high school. I danced growing up. I did uh, African dance, hip hop, ballet, contemporary, modern, jazz, you name it and now i employ all my skills to do tiktok dances that are very simplified and i don't even put energy into them because i'm lazy um but yeah i danced in a dance concert on the 20th in 2017 and i kind of miss it i feel like i didn't do much theater or anything when i was in high school dance was kind of where i focused most of my efforts um aside from singing and i i miss the like adrenaline and the energy of the night before performance, the hour before performance, where people are just super excited to go on stage and give it their best. I also want to give a quick shout out to today because it's China's Valentine's Day because the number 520 in Chinese is actually pronounced very similar to I love you, which is wai I need. I'm Chinese American and this month is also AAPI history month. Um, so I just wanted to give a little, little shout out to everybody out there. Thank you for going back in time with me, and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM 2 New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.